is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieved stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Mary Jo over Zoom video. You may recognize Mary Jo from her stint on American Idol. She made it to, I believe, top 25. Uh, but Mary Jo is an amazing singer and songwriter. She was born in Knoxville, Tennessee, and moved to Cleveland, Ohio when she was eight years old. So we talked a lot about just growing up in Cleveland, what that was like, how she got into singing. Actually, was very shy to sing in front of people. She did this brilliant thing where she would have her sister lip sync, and she sang, and she would videotape her sister to see how people reacted to her her voice. She talked about the success of her TikTok, which ended up attracting the attention to all the major singing competitions on television. America's Got Talent, The Voice, American Idol. She ended up going with American Idol. Uh, we talk about her, her time on the show. She tells us about releasing her first songs, getting signed to Atlantic Records, all about the latest song, which is called Cleveland, and all about her new music coming out and the tour she's going on with Knox. You can watch the interview with Mary Jo on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well. And hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Mary Jo. Hello there, friends. It is Adam from Bringing It Backwards, and I want to talk to you about Factor. Factor is an incredible ready-to-eat meal delivery service. The food is absolutely delicious. You can get started on those New Year's resolutions with Factor. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan veggie, and more. Plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. You can forget about the frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factor's two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals, all delivered right to your doorstep, which I absolutely love. I love knowing what's coming. I don't have to go to the grocery store. I don't have to prep the meal. That takes another 30 minutes. Just pop it in the microwave. Done in two minutes. Factor now offers loads of snack options as well, like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep you going no matter what's on the schedule. What's huge about Factor for me is I always find myself in the drive through line. We have two kids when they're hungry, they don't want to wait for me to sit down and uh, make something 30, 40 minutes later, they got dinner. With Factor, I don't have to stop at the drive-thru. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. My kids agree. They love Factor over me stopping at you know one of the numerous fast food restaurants right around the area. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you. 
Need a special occasion meal? Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily as well. When things get hectic, which is a lot <laughs> over at my house with a 15-year-old and a 7-year-old, especially this past week where we've all been stuck inside due to the massive amount of snow we've had here in Middle Tennessee. I love Factor because it's flexible. You can change your order up every single week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week. You can also pause or reschedule your delivery anytime. Stress less over mealtime in this new year. Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Free up that time you used to spend shopping and cooking and cleaning up. No more wasting time in the kitchen. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I'm way too busy to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. With offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy massively for me in the new year, trying to you know eat more protein, cut down on some of the calories. Factor has me covered. Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, which I love, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me energized during those frantic times. And for you Bringing It Backwards listeners, we've got a deal for you. Head to factormeals.com slash BIBTV50, that's B-I-B-T-V-50, and use the code B-I-B-T-V-50 and get 50% off. That's code B-I-B-T-V-50 at factormeals.com slash B-I-B-T-V-50 to get 50% off B-I-B-T-V-50 and get 50% off at factormeals.com slash B-I-B-T-V-50. Hey, Mary Jo, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm Adam. Very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Sorry about that. I was having a little bit of a technical difficulties for a second. Oh, it's all good. Are you in Cleveland? I am. Awesome. My family's from Cleveland, so I had to represent for you. Oh, oh I should have <laughs> too. Oh, oh it's my all gosh. good. Uh, my you, family's originally from there. No, no, no. Well, I was like this close to being born in Ohio. My mom and dad moved to San Diego when I was eight, uh, when she was eight months pregnant. So uh, oh, okay. I just missed it. But I'd go back multiple times a year just because my dad's whole family is still there. So uh-huh. yeah, what's your but, dad's name? Maybe I know them. Uh, Tim Lasicki. I do not, but I'll okay. stalk them on social media. See if please, I know. Them. Please do. My uncle is the baseball coach at Elyria Catholic. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I know where that is. Oh, that's, that's crazy. awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I I know Ohio quite well. You are originally from Willoughby. Willoughby, that, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. that's like kind of what about that's east though, Cleveland, right? Yeah, it's like 20 minutes away. Right now I'm in Solon. Well, Willoughby's like 25, and now I'm in Solon, which is like 15 to 20 minutes. 17 to be exact, but... <laughs> <laughs> right on. But well, I lived in Cleveland when I went when I went to college for the oh, short time that I did, but I still had my apartment down there when I was like in those college, that age range. Okay, would you go to, what, Cleveland State? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's yeah awesome. I went to Cleveland State. Okay, so... You- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's I mainly awesome. just live down there. <laughs> there you go. But you're originally you're born and raised or born in in 
in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't count it because I moved when I was like eight years old. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm in Nashville now, which is crazy. So we, Oh, really? Yeah. I'll be there in January. Oh, amazing. In January. Yeah. Very, very cool. What are you, yeah. you coming up? Are you playing here? I'm just mm-hmm. totally. I'm going on it? tour with Knox. Oh, yeah. Knox, and I've had so Knox on the gonna... podcast before. He's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good old Knox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did a bunch of songs together. That's so uh, awesome. Well, not like duet wise, but he like was. Yeah. Like, he worked from. on. Yeah. Some of your at least the stuff that's out now. Right. A couple of songs. Yeah. Yeah. Traffic. Don't call me. I feel like I'm missing one for some reason. I I was I was in an interview earlier and I accidentally said Love Fools and I'm like, ah, just kidding you. I don't know if you were on that Knox, but if you were, you were on a bunch of others, so it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, right on. So yeah, you said you moved then to to the Cleveland area, Cleveland suburb in, at 8, but before that you you said you didn't count Knoxville, but like, what was yeah. do you remember any of it at all? I remember it, just- it. Like I love Knoxville. Like nothing's like I still like remember like my friends from there and everything. I just feel mm-hmm. like when I moved to Cleveland, I got really attached to Cleveland and mm-hmm. I was just so young when I was in Knoxville that I'm like, but I lived in Nashville for eight months. I tried it out, but I thought it was going to be just like Knoxville and Knoxville is more like college town. And it yeah, was, yeah. and I was like, Oh, this is not what I expected. Oh, really? Did, when did yeah. you move to Nashville? Was that before? Um, you- maybe like, over a year ago, I want to say less than two years. Over a year, but okay, year and a half. So you're here for a bit, and then back to Cleveland. Yeah, I was there for eight months, and I liked it. I did, but I think it was more so I moved there just to be able to come back to Cleveland every weekend because it was still driving. Yeah, it's it only about what eight really hours or so. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've done that drive before. It's nice. But yeah, it's not horrible, right? It's not bad. Which which was the bad part because then I would find myself coming back to Cleveland every weekend. <laughs> All right. Well, how did you get into music? You're one of seven, or is that what I saw? Yeah, yeah. my mom. Big got, family. Yeah, there's four of us, and then my mom got remarried, and now there's seven girls, no brothers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, a lot of women. Yeah, no. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Where do you fall in line? Uh, middle. Middle. Yeah, it goes Julian, Maya, me, Heidi, Janelle, Shannon, Ashley. I think. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I'm like I'm like front middle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're you come from a musical household? Yeah. So they all sing, but I like never really did. I did a little bit when I still lived in Knoxville because I think I was too young where it's like you still just sing. But once mm-hmm. I realized I actually had a passion for it when I moved to Ohio, I just didn't sing in front of anyone. But they all were musical. So it wasn't weird for me to ask for a piano or something like that for Christmas, like a keyboard. Okay. Uh, at what age did you get a keyboard? Yeah. Um. Oh, I remember having like a Barbie one when I was like seven or like the uh, headset and like the guitar and everything like that like that oh yeah, there you go but like my first actual keyboard i think i was seventh grade okay maybe but you were already doing like you were already singing and stuff but prior to that were you like in the chorus or no they didn't oh. know what they sang like my mom or anything like i would ask for these things but i would wait for them to like go to the grocery store or anything for me to like sing in my room with the piano oh wow so th- but they knew you were playing piano were you taking piano lessons no, but they knew I liked music because it's like if I started singing or they came home, they would hear me or things like that. 
Oh, do they ever encourage you? Be like, hey, like you're good at this. Why aren't you just doing this? I don't think they like. I think they knew I didn't want them to know. Like they knew I was private about it. That's where it's like weird. Like there's this boundary of people saying like, oh, you never sang for your family. Did it? Like no, I didn't. But they knew I liked music. But they also knew I was really private about it. Okay, they didn't want to like cross the boundary. They were like, okay, we know she sings. And she's doing what she wants to do, but we'll wait for her to yeah, exactly. blossom and actually come out and say, hey, I yeah. sing. Yeah, because I was always kind of embarrassed by it, I think. And you never know if you're good. But like, if I was with my little sister, I would take videos of her lip syncing. I could sing in front of my little sister because it was my little sister, you know? Oh, okay. So I would like have her or me sing and her lip sync to what I was singing. So then that way I could tell if what I was doing was good or not, because then I don't have the mindset of, oh, it's me singing. It's like, it looks as if someone else is singing with my voice. Whoa, that's brilliant. I've never heard anyone ever do that. That's so smart. Thank you. Yeah, it helps. A lot. Like, so would you I show that, that to people and they're like, oh, wow, your sister's really good. You're like, all right, I'm, okay, I got some validation. No, <laughs> no, but when I would take videos and stuff, I would like literally listen and I would think of either someone that's like already a famous singer or I would think like like a Tate McRae or like a Billie Eilish. Well, I don't know if Tate was that when I was like eight years old. But Billie like, Eilish probably like wasn't that. either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said them. Probably because I love them now. No, I'm just uh, kidding. Like, it was more so, like, also, like, friends. Like, just, like, people, like, friends that I wouldn't even be that close with. So that I would really uh-huh. have an opinion. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, yeah. And what, then when do you get the courage to show people that you can act, that you're, you know, mm-hmm. a very talented singer? Thank you. <laughs> I would think I was like, huh. I don't know, because I posted it. I would post videos. Okay. So I posted a Twitter video, I want to say when I was a freshman, probably. And it oh, did. So it took you a it. while. I mean, yeah. all through middle school. Okay. So freshman in yeah, high school. Probably like that. And then when I was a freshman in college, is when I actually posted videos, like real videos on um, TikTok. And then okay. the ones that I like, started doing well, I was like, okay. Well, there we go. I guess we're going to be a little TikToker girl now with singing. <laughs> so I did that. And then um, when Idol happened, that's when I was like, oh, my gosh, I actually have to sing in front of people. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask that's you about that. No, yeah. Knowing that you didn't kind of go through all those. I'm going to do a talent show. I'm going to do this and join the chorus and really just doing this all kind of behind the scenes, so to speak, or in front of the camera where you probably can edit it if you don't like it or taking multiple takes. And then you get asked to do this massive television yeah. show. And then you're going out not only to, you know, millions of people on camera, but like you have to sing in front of these celebrities. You have yeah. a bunch of people around you that are all talented singers. Like, that must have been hard to be like, okay, it was it just like here, I I gotta do it. I'm here. Like, how do you uh, make the decision to do it? So all so the shows had been reaching out because they saw the TikTok stuff, and that's when they started recruiting people. Okay, so it was Idol, AGT, I think the four. Yeah, I don't I know even that know one. There was a fourth one, but they were reaching out, the and voice? I, I don't no. know, I'm just the naming voice. all of them. No, I think it was the voice. It was the. <laughs> yeah. And they reached out and I was like, I can't do it. I'm terrified. Like, I don't sing in front of people. I just do the camera th- or like the me in my bathroom or me in my car. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I do. And they ca- Idol was very like 
consistent with like following up. And I had just started talking to my managers before I had like became anything with them. And they said, you know, it's COVID right now. You should do Idol because there's no places you could do live performance. And it's like great boot camp for you to just learn. And I was like, okay, you know what? Okay. Cause I didn't really want to. That's like something I always wanted to be was a singer, but it was private. And I'm like, okay, if people are taking me seriously right now, then that means this could actually like happen. Like if mm-hmm. people are invested in me and I'm not just reaching for a dream that I don't know if I can even like achieve. So then it kind of just went from there. And then I got there and my mom was with me and I was crying all morning because I was like, I don't want to go out there. I'm scared. It's going to throw up. Oh yeah. So it was, if it was during, COVID, or were you on the season like after you can come back in person? Like, I know they did like one where it was like Zoom singing and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was the season after. So we could be okay. in, person, but they were COVID testing every single day. Oh, yikes. So we were like doing like all that, like masks 24 7. Like, it was very, like, very, like strict. Strict. Yeah. But it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to audition via this camera or like I'm going to do a session or not a session, but like, the judges are just sitting on the computer screen that might have been a bit easier yeah. like easing into it but it would have been i mean like for me <laughs> right well that's what i'm saying because you said yeah. that the camera yeah. was kind of that for you it, see that's what i was like hoping for and then like oh, oh it is in person we did three like like they do like three prior auditions and With then they producers the yeah. yeah so we did those and even those i was still pretty scared I'm not gonna I lie bet. Yeah. yeah and then you go out to three you know s- superstars and it's like all right well here we go and they all looked like barbie dolls or something <laughs> well you you definitely uh were able to adapt pretty quickly i mean you made it quite far in that show which is awesome thank you i think it was a good place to leave so that i could still be like where i am at now 100 percent. and i've yeah. interviewed a lot of people that have came from that show and a lot of them say, you know, I kind of wish I got cut a little bit soon or I got cut, you know, before yeah. the the legalities get in place. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I mean, cast and crew are awesome. And I'm not just saying that because I legally have to. Like, no, I, I know. Just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I genuinely love the crew and everything like that. But I am. And it's a cool platform I, to kind of get your name out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Idol. Idol's a, a thing. A big yeah. Thing. And I'm sure you just because of the success you have with the songs that you've put out, you probably do you get that like, oh, it's Mary Jo from Idol. Like, I, I just feel like that maybe isn't as much of a thing for you because it wasn't like you had to make it to the three and then it was like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like once some of those people get to that end piece, it's like they have to try to lose that stigma a lot more. I'm so happy you brought that up because I was like, don't get me wrong. I love Idol, but mm-hmm. it kind of was like I one of the reasons I didn't want to do it is because I wanted to be taken seriously as an artist and not a reality TV mm-hmm. kind of star and star. But so no, but I, you're a, yeah, you're, you know, people know who they yeah, are. 100%. You know, vocabulary word I meant with that. But so basically the people at first were like, oh, she's a girl from Idol. Da, 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 da. And then. First, it was TikTok, though. Before I went on Idol, they'd be like, oh, I see uh, TikTok. And then Idol. It's Mary Jo from TikTok. <laughs> and then they have a bigger, like, Idol has a bigger name than TikTok, I think, at that time. So then they started saying, oh, I've seen you on Idol. And then it was this weird thing where, like, I I think they've, like, heard my music and everything like that. Like, oh, I listen to your music. And I was like, yay. Like, it's like a different, like, name for it. 
But then, like, if I, I posted, I opened for Jake for this one show, and it or mm -hmm. for three shows, and it was awesome. Like, it was incredible. But then people brought back the, oh, you're, you were from Idol. Like, I got home that week, and right when I came home, it was like, if they come up and ask, it was about Idol. And I was like, that's so interesting. So I feel like it's just a way to kind of say instead of listening to my music because it is sad music so i bet guys don't want to bring up that they listen to some big ballads oh your music is incredible but, i i'm i'm a i love female vocals they're uh -huh. my favorite artists to be honest um and your music is so good i was wondering like knowing that you wanted to be a songwriter and an artist and not have the stigma of being on every show as oh mary joe from idol is playing at the exit in or what you know what i mean you don't have that kind of a, attachment to it huh. um like were you writing Sorry, songs before you got on the, were you writing songs before you got on the show um yes well like i think i was like eight years old and i just sit in my room and write songs so when my oh, parents wow. like, and i do the so like i always kind of wrote but then once i like actually started i didn't know it was a thing in sessions where since they had a top liner before they knew i wrote i didn't know i was necessarily like allowed to write so it took me a few to realize oh I am supposed to be writing. Oh, I can write. And then I'm like, oh, I'm writing, writing now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, it was like, we have these people we want you to work with. And they kind yeah. of have a song planned right. out well, for you. I just, uh, they didn't even have it planned out. I just thought, okay, there's a producer. Because I have a very, like, my brain works in, like, a very organized way of, like, categorizing. So I thought, okay, producer, top liner, singer. They don't cross paths. And then I noticed that they do. And that's when I learned, like, I could do both. Okay. Yeah. And then when you put out your first song, was that like, were you nervous or were you like excited? Did you know it was going to be a big deal or? Um, I was like, I don't know. I think I was kind of like in a cloud when it happened. Like I was like, oh, what's happening? And then I could finally see like what it is and like how you're actually supposed to promote it and everything like that. Cause I really didn't know about any of that. So. Mm -hmm. It was like, for me, it was more of a learning experience. It was exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, it was more so like, okay, this is how it works. And then Atlantic jumps on, not super quickly. Like, it wasn't like, okay, they're going to do your first record. But like, you, they saw, obviously, you're not just girl from American Idol. It's like, you, not only that, you can write music. And was that yeah. a huge moment? So, actually, I think it might have been prior to Idol. I'm not sure. Oh. My it doesn't matter anyway but you know yeah no no yeah but no it was interesting because it was they were interested early on but the songs mm -hmm. that i had been doing prior to idol i thought i wanted to be like this pop like super pop bubblegum pop which is just oh not, that's not you at all songs i was writing with <laughs> super pop and atlantic they were interested in the voice because they saw like the videos and everything like that specifically my a and r but we mm -hmm. just weren't getting like when we sent they weren't making sense and finally i wrote this song where it actually was like honed into me and what i should be writing and doing and they're like that's it and then right after that is when we got signed once they could see my direction and my artistry mm -hmm. and was that with love fools or was that yeah, was with traffic actually even though we released oh. first yeah okay i love Which the video for love traffic fools. isn't even like oh my gosh yeah, that was it's fun. It's cool. I yeah, my like, game on. <laughs> but it's so creative with the like security footage, like the ring footage or whatever ah, it's supposed to be. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Shout out Kelly. 
Um, so yeah, so you said traffic was the first one and our first song, but you ended up releasing Love Fools first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so this new music that you have, uh, we would don't call me another big one for you. And and, and I want to talk to you about Cleveland, but when do you start working with Knox? Was it around that same period or like when do you guys start working together with Yeah, we started working together like right after Idol, like right when I was Oh really? Right when I started doing sessions, he was some of my first sessions. So oh, it was cool. funny because he was just getting a publishing deal right when we started writing together. And then right as I started to go into the Atlantic route, he did too. So that we both got signed at around the same time. And like, it, it's like a brotherly sister, just like, like makes sense. It was, it was so weird. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. He's, you know, he did, he's doing so well. Cause when his EP, EP, I think he put an EP out, but. Yeah. It's so good. Like when yeah. I heard it, I was like, damn, like this guy is really, really good. And oh, then I hear him so like on hits one now, <laughs> which is yeah, bizarre. no, literally. I like, I was like, <laughs> I knew all those songs for you guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, no, yeah, it was around, it was around like right after Idol, we started working. It was him, me, Logan Maggio, and Bo Bailey. And it was just like this team that just kind of like stuck and we got along great. So then we just kept going. And you were in Nashville at that time or yeah, is that what you ended up moving? Cause he's here in Nashville yeah. or was, I don't know if he still is, but yeah, we were doing sessions and then I ended up moving there once I saw the songs like were like something special. And then, uh-huh. and then I kind of just went to the LA route. Okay. I visited, so I'm kind of bouncing back and forth, but now that I lived in Nashville for a little bit, I'm going to try LA for a little bit. And, but always have home base in Cleveland or do your family yeah. still there? Yeah, I'm not moving my room. I'll get my apartment in LA, but because <laughs> I know damn well I'm going to be coming back here like every month. That's Sorry. funny. You can cuss. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Uh, that's funny. But seven with seven kids, do you have to? Is it going to be difficult to save that bedroom? No, they're like we're so spaced in age, like because they didn't move in until we all graduated high school because they just uh, wanted. There's just too many of us. And like some people are going to college and I wanted to stay at South. Maya wanted to stay in Solon, which are the high schools. Yeah. And girls went to Sugarn Falls. So it was just like all different, like schools. all over the place. But okay. then like four of them were already out of the house because they were in oh, college. got were in it or graduating <laughs> college when we were in high school. Got it. Okay. Very, very cool. And so, yeah, Don't Call Me comes out, and now it's a big, big hit for you as well. And mm-hmm. you just put out Cleveland. Tell me about Cleveland. That's so cool that you wrote a song about Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I was kind of, it was like the adjustment period of not knowing where I wanted to move and like kind of figuring out the whole process of everything. And it was, it was weird for me because even though I was so grateful, like with all the opportunities, it was still a big adjustment to try and get used to because when you think you're going to be a realtor since the first grade and then everything changes and <laughs> and I just like to have everything in place and like have be very organized and this career just isn't that. So yeah. I, was, I was struggling a lot with that. And so I went into my session and I'm like, you know what? I'm homesick as heck. I think the reason I'm so crazy right now is because I have no control over my, like what's going on. Like I do, but just, you, you know what I mean? You don't feel like you're in control of anything. Right. So I mean, because there's no guarantee, right? Well, yeah. I guess even with real estate, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially no, now, the interest, interest rates are insane. But like, 
It's not yeah. like you went to college, you got this certain degree, and then you hopefully will work with the same company for. Yeah. That's like what my boom, like boomer parents nowadays. That's what they did. Like you get a job at the corporation and you work there until you're yeah. retire. But now it's like that's even difficult. But music exactly. and entertainment and you know this a world of art. Yeah, there's no real guarantees to anything. Yeah. So I was just like freaking emotional. And I'm like, I need to like write a song about how I miss home because even though I love this opportunity of going back and forth everywhere, it's taking a big toll on me. And I'm like, if we're going to do an emotional song about how I actually feel, let's do it. Let's call it Cleveland. And we sat down and we wrote it. And did you shoot the video in Cleveland? Yeah, we did. We did. That's awesome. I so just, there's videotape of, or there's like the early tape of you, like, probably with that Barbie guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. On. Yeah, mm -hmm. in the very beginning of the video, and it kind of cuts around some of your childhood yeah. footage, which is rad. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's when I was a little bean. But... And then do you shoot the video, or are you like on Lake Erie in that video? Like, with yeah. The... yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that must have been... Video. Was that fun to to go that back there and kind of make us put a spotlight on? Oh, yeah, for sure. Cleveland? And it was great because like i love like the videography team and everything like that so like it was so nice that they got to meet like my friends and my family and it was like everyone kind of colliding like my work mm. team and then my friends so i'm like oh that's cool and now and i'm in a great spot and not adjusting so i can enjoy <laughs> in cleveland <laughs> yeah or you sh was that your high school that you shoot the the one scene or is it not yeah you just it was yeah, I loved my high school. I know some people hate high school. I had a great time. Well, that's awesome. I'm that's like, if I peaked in like. high school, that's fine. I had a great time there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And you have new stuff you've been working on that's going to come out, and you you're doing the tour or doing shows with not uh, Knox, right? You said, said. Uh, yeah, we're going the pop rock route a little bit actually. So it makes perfect sense going on tour with Knox, and I'm going to be doing all those songs. So we're going to be, it's more upbeat. They're like, don't call me uh -huh. but a, a little bit more. No, I'd say kind of like, don't call me like Kelly Clarkson, but more modern and more edgy a little bit. Not as like more PG 13 than Kelly Clarkson, but at the same time, still like vocals and like emotional. Yeah. <laughs> and were those songs done in like, like, were, did you write a lot of those in LA or were they written in nashville with with yeah. knox or was that a these whole different session LA. these okay. ones are mainly all la i'm trying to think of yeah i think all, just about all of them and were you working with new people on the on these songs um yeah yeah a lot of new people honestly like a lot of um stuff with like oh i'm trying to oh my gosh now my like mind is oh like uh josh murdy and nolan sype and them like we've like hit it off so they're they're in la but they've really honed in on kind of that that with me and Knox and i are gonna do hopefully a duet at some point we keep talking about it but we're in different states so when we yeah. line up hopefully we get that um still working with logan though also the producer with Knox and Bo. Okay, you guys should, you can meet up in like Cincinnati or something. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you should come. You I've, should come to one of the. Yeah, we have don't one. Threaten me with a good time. In Nashville. I know. I did see that. I'm gonna go. I think I can't remember where. It, I, is it I exit in? I I have to relook, but I saw uh, you're playing somewhere. I can't remember anymore. 
but I did see that. I was like, all right, dope. I'm gonna go to this because I love your songs. I've been listening to them, and then I I like his music as well. It's it's killer. So it's yeah. exciting. Um, and you just released Cleveland, so I'm sure you're gonna be what trickling out the new ones as the months go. I'm gonna let everyone put out their holiday songs. I I tried. no holiday song. I tried. It's just so hard to make a holiday song and it not come off like too cheesy, I guess. And I just didn't nail that yet. Like I just, mm. I didn't get that yet. So I think I'm going to put out just like a cover probably. I really want to do Sia, like Snowman. I think that's always a fun one. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I think I'll just do a cover for this year. Next year will be different. And then January is when we're going to start putting out the the new stuff. Exciting. That's amazing. Well, I appreciate your time today, Mary Jo. This has been so fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I had a Celsius before this, so I'm like all over the place. You're all jacked up. <laughs> yeah, well, I was at um I was at a podcast over in Cleveland this morning and I was like, oh, rad. I didn't get my coffee because I didn't sleep that well last night. But I get there and he had a Celsius ready for me, and I'm like, oh no. This oh. is this is gonna be That's cool. <laughs> happy all day. Um, is it snowing in Cleveland or no? Yeah. Is yeah. It? it snowed a ton last night. Like a ton. Yeah. Great. My parents were just there a few weeks ago. They went to the Browns game when they played uh, Arizona, I think. And it had snowed like the day before. Oh, really? And then, yeah. And so I know it's, I'm in Nashville. It's freezing, but it's not snowing yet. Yeah. You guys it only talking. snowed one last year, one day last year. So really? Yeah. So like, like the day after Christmas, I think. Oh, well, the, that's kind of nice. At least it came on at a good time. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It melted within like four hours, but it was oh. there for a minute. My kids were able to s sled for yeah, 20 minutes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Uh, well, uh, thank you again, Mary Jo. I appreciate you. I have one more quick question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Yeah, I mean, just hone in on your sound and make sure you are loving what you create. And I think you'll be successful as long as you do you. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> I've never said that one before, but you do you. That that's beautiful. Yeah. That's brilliant. I love it. And I'm gonna see you here in Nashville. I'm gonna I'm gonna try yeah. to find the date here. Uh, but I'll find it. It's on your website. I'll DM it to you too. I'll because I have to ask them too when it when the date's oh. right.